0: Guys, welcome back to episode two of why didn't they teach us this in school? Um, so me, Mike Finnegan, and my co-host Mick McDermott um, on the other end in Malaga today. So um, just before we get into it, I, um, I just want to say thanks, guys, for everyone that w- I listened back to the first podcast. We got a lot of really good feedback on it, um, a lot of downloads as well. I think we're close to 100, Mick, which was, <laughs> which was the target. I said it I said it in passing, but it was hopefully now we can uh, we can keep pushing on with it. So guys we're we're doing these bi weekly to start with, just to keep um like the consistency with it. And hopefully over the next few weeks and months we might even go to weekly, depending on how things are going. So let's catch up. Mick, give me an update on how you're doing. Since the last time we spoke, you moved to Malaga.
1: Yes, Mike. So I am over in Malaga. So yeah, it's been brilliant, man. Absolutely unreal so far. And do you know what it is? I think the biggest thing that I've realized from even just like I'm over here for a month and two weeks in so far. But it's the people you meet that just makes your experience so much better. Like you could be in the best place in the world, but if you're not surrounded by, you know, people of good, good sort of like minded and just good vibes, then it just makes your experience completely different. So yeah, I've been very lucky to fall in with a lot of different groups and it's like everything, you know, the I've realized there's been a few nights there where you like, um, tired after working and I'm like oh I'll maybe just sit at home here and watch something on Netflix and Airbnb and I was like nah fuck that mate. go and you know throw yourself into something so like one example I went to a Salsa one of the nights <laughs> easily the worst dancer there but it was great laugh met so many people and it's so much fun and it's just like you can't do salsa back home in county down so it's just like when when in Rome and all that crack you know
0: i love it i love it yeah you, you you'd you get probably um you get slated if you did that and down i'd say at home but...
1: oh jesus i was like i was looking over my shoulder mike i was like right i hope there's no irish here and then i was like looking around just like nah they all look like foreigners and lucky enough i didn't meet another irish person so i was safe the story <laughs> won't go home until uh, the podcast
0: <laughs> happy days happy days No, i love it
1: <laughs> what about you man so how's all been um since we last spoke in vancouver
0: yeah, like, think things have been really, really good actually. And I, I was actually just about to because um the, w- the the listeners don't know that we actually we actually went to Malaga together at one stage just to to kind of catch up. And it was probably a time last year when I was going through a lot of real difficult like personal stuff. And I remember like you just were going at that time and you were like, ah, just book it, just book it, come come for the for the for the week or so. And like, you know, I was making every excuse under the Sun not to go because you know I'm I'm a work and my business and everything, how will it work for Malaga? And, it was one of the best decisions I made because even though it wasn't like a hectic week or whatever, it was just really nice to get away at the sun and everything. Actually, interesting, Mick, what is the weather like over there and what is the length of the day like over there tomorrow?
1: The yeah, so weather's actually decent. Like, it's still fresh enough in the morning. So, like, I went for a week dip there this morning with a couple of the Irish lads here and, oh, it was fresh. So, it was coming out. The locals were looking at us and, like, thinking, what are these absolute lunatics at? Because the whole going into the C-dip isn't a big thing here. So, yeah, it's like um, 13, 14 degrees. So, like, for me, perfect, Mike. So, But it's uh, It's funny how, as you said there, you just talked the Plunge and Manford, and I was sort of the same. Even this trip, I was like sort of like, like, oh, will I go or not? And I was just like, no, nah, because like, sometimes you can wait for the stars to align, and then you're just like, no, nah, fuck it. You just need to book the trip. And it's been the best thing that I've done in a long time, you know, just to get change the environment because i feel like environment so important just all around like aspect and i go off a lot of tangents but it doesn't need to be for people listening to freaking book a, a trip to malaga for a month you know a lot of people may not have that option but it's just i suppose looking at their current environment how it's serving them and i suppose you can relate to that because mm-hmm. changing to vancouver is a change of environment for you and how's it been for your all-around lifestyle business and stuff
0: yeah, yeah, it's been amazing. And there's there's actually a few things, kind of topics like swirling in my head this week that I wanted to kinda of talk about today. But I think the one of the biggest ones was was that whole like take an action and um, if you're not in a good place. And like we talked a lot about this before and I know we've had good like conversations about like, okay, what elements of our life is going well and what elements of our life maybe isn't going so well. And I definitely found that I needed a change of environment before, but like I think, again, like you said, it's not feasible for everyone to just get up and leave and move country. But yeah. what I would always encourage people to do is just kind of like assess what is going well for them in their life and assess maybe some of the areas that they're they're actually missing out on. Because like for, for us, I think a lot of times we can get into this rut of just doing the same thing, same thing, same thing, and maybe just going for like instant vacation behaviors to make us feel better in the moment, but never actually getting anywhere in terms of long-term happiness, fulfillment, the purpose. So I know, like, and again, it's, it's it's not just a thing of, oh, let's just change things and things are going to work out. But it's just like, just take some action, try new things and see what makes you, you know, feel good. And I think me and you definitely are a testament to that. And it's it's something I'm quite proud of that we actually, we are always, always actively trying to improve how we're feeling and and like how, how we feel. And I don't just mean like being happy every day. You can't be happy every day, but I mean like just having a drive and a purpose to get up in the morning. And overall having more fulfillment so yeah the move to Vancouver was a really big step for me but it was also a really important step for me and and I was just saying to you there like there was many pillars in my life that I, I I kind of look at over here now and and I definitely feel like I've got a lot of them um locked in um, again not every day is great there's times when I'm like no I'm going home you know this isn't this isn't for me but yeah on the whole on average and I always talk about averages because I always feel like the averages tell you everything if, you, if you're feeling good most of the time or or if you're like even bring that average up so you're, you're feeling a lot better than you were before most of the time then i think that's a really good sign that you're moving in the right direction so yeah look honestly over here connection is much much better i'm meeting people on a regular basis being an online coach can be quite lonely as we talked about last week so I meeting people more, and I'm just feeling like there's more challenge for me over here, and and drive to kind of do new things. So yeah, I'm excited to um to just explore here for the next maybe year or so, summer and and meet new people and then you know just try to take myself out of my comfort zones. So, yeah, generally everything is going pretty well. We actually went skiing last night again, and it was it's amazing. High like, like skiing coming along. Oh, it's like a different world. Like we <laughs> I I
1: said, this to,
0: said this to you last time. we, we literally drive 20 minutes. We get this, like, gondola, which is, like, a, a ride basically up to the top of a mountain, and you're yeah. basically, like, it's it's in the city, it's dry, and then at the top of the mountain, it's all snowy, but you can go there then, and you can ski away for two to three hours, and it's just, it's, it's, oh, like, it's like a seen. different world, it's, it's, it's like a different world, it's like, you, you just turn off from, like, life stresses and difficulties, and you're just, you're just in it, and you enjoy it, and it's fun, and, yeah look it's it's testing we're, we're we're only kind of getting to grips with things and uh yeah there was a lot of falls and all off stuff yesterday but and um, it was good and i think just in, in general for just for overall mental health i think it's an incredible incredible thing to do
1: yeah that's class and i suppose it's, again it goes back to just throwing yourself into something different and you know something that's a bit outside your comfort zone so you went skiing i went salsa so you'd be going to the olympics i'd be going to the salsa championships and you know we're going places mike
0: we're going places yeah really really slowly but we're, we're definitely, definitely definitely going places so I suppose just with just with this conversation Mick I know I know we're or like for the listeners we don't want it to be too structured we want this to be a conversation about our lives and maybe you know a lot yeah. of the struggles we've gone through and um, we see an awful lot of things within our our communities we both run online fit, health and wellness um I would say fitness as well in that obviously um communities and obviously we see lots and lots of things on a weekly basis from our clients and our community in general. Um, so, in terms of like physical wellness and mental wellness, I suppose we we do see a lot of the, the issues, and we go to ourselves as well. So, today, right, I I kind of just wanted to talk a little bit about like, um, I suppose, ugh, being at our best in order to serve other people. Because I guess for me and you, make this is this is really really relevant, right? Because we're trying to help people to find really like efficiency in their life in terms of health and health and wellness, right? Fitness. And yeah. in order for us to do that, we need to be energized. We need. We even talked about this before we came on. Like you were saying, maybe you were a little bit more flat than last week, and it was just a case of trying to you know turn it on. But we need. To, we need to be at our best a lot of the times in order to inspire people. Not only on our Instagram, but our clients and and maybe the people around us. So it's a huge motivator for us to kind of look after ourselves. But what I wanted to talk about today, because I've seen this a lot with my clients recently, that have gone through a lot of a lot of difficulties with um just mental health issues and stresses, life difficulties, and just general purpose that they they generally like don't look after themselves when they get into this that spiral. You know, when you're in a really bad headspace, maybe, and you're you're just you're just not feeling great. Like everything everything kind of seems to go like down in terms of their their self-care and just looking after themselves. so I just wanted to talk a little bit today about like filling up your own cup is this something Mick like you've seen a lot within your community is it something that for you especially as a coach like is it something that you strive for is it something you struggle with sometimes yeah be good to know
1: yeah 100% Mike so like I suppose even there, like even today as a walk an example I had a shed enough night's sleep last night it was just one of them nights you know just didn't have a good night's sleep and I know that's left me a bit flatter today so I think it's just over you know so many experiences if you build up that self-awareness and that nearly owner's manual you know if you think of your car logbook or your your or your owner's manual for your car I try to <clears throat> nearly say to my clients is like try and build up your own and then figure out right what works for you and if you notice all right like as you said there's times you need to push on And there's other times you just need to like pull back and rest. So like tonight, instead of like pushing on and trying to like take over the world, I'm just like, right, just need to chill out here tonight and, you know, give yourself what you need sometimes as well. So it is, it's it's, it's like trying to find that balance. But again, I feel like it it comes back to if you can try and spot that self-awareness and, you know, see, right, what is my body sort of telling me, you know, if that's mentally or physically and then just give it what it needs, which it is hard because when you're in that moment and you're stressed, sometimes you may be you're making decisions that are not the most rational. So you could turn to a couple mechanisms that may not be as um, beneficial long term. And as you said earlier, you could be looking for that sort of quick fix. So <clears throat> I suppose it's, it really is person dependent. Like what's your experience personally and from working with clients?
0: Yeah, well, I, I definitely gone through personally recently where I felt like there was time there was there was there was a time where I burnt myself out with business and definitely lacked that connection. And, and like like I said, maybe getting a bit isolated. But when I went through, I remember going through and I, and I felt to myself like at that time, action wasn't wasn't actually the solution. It wasn't like a case of I just need to pull the finger out and get work done and get stuff done and it'll all come back good again. I actually needed to take that step back. And give myself that space just to emotionally recover almost. So I felt like the only way I could, I could describe it is I felt like a child where I was just waiting to be, you know, looked down on or, or told off. Or I just didn't feel like strong within what I was saying, the conviction what I was saying. And I think it was a really amazing thing that time because I was able to actually just catch myself and bring my awareness to the fact that I needed to give myself um some some time to 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 just just to go through it and not put pressure on myself to have to hit the standards that I set for myself before but I was just saying to you before we came on air like I was I feel like now in, in this moment in time I'm in a really really strong place like I, I feel like really really I have my conviction back I feel like I I want to go on and take the, on the world again but this is probably time for me where I have to I have to challenge my procrastination um you know belief at times where where I'm just Sometimes I'm just kind of, oh, I've done enough and, and, and I need to I need to, to push past that sometimes. So I guess I guess the point I'm trying to make here is you, like you said, and that was a really great, great point you said, is like you just give yourself what you need. And I listened to a podcast recently, I thought it was really good about like changing habits. Obviously, January is a big one for people trying to change habits and get back into a good routine and everything. But the number one thing that stops people from actually like changing habit or, or sticking to a habit long term, more importantly, is not managing and coping with stress well. So being overwhelmed by stress and the first thing you do when you're stressed is you, you 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 lose your awareness of everything and you go back to your coping mechanisms, which is ingrained. And a lot of the times, like you said, that's that quick fix. It's the instant gratification. So I guess for people here like listening, I would love for you to kind of whenever you're trying to do better and improve, like some, go through like self-improvement, self-development always look at your stress in life and see how you can manage it better. And it's not a case of taking it away because stress will always be there, but it's, it's about looking after yourself in a way that's go- it's going to deal with it better. Um, so yeah, look, and, and I, it's not, it's not always an easy thing. Mick, and, I, and I know we've, we've gone through this as well, where like, you know, we want to change, we want to fix things, but like, sometimes it, it will take time, but I guess it's just something I talk about a lot is trust in the process. It's like you doing something right now, isn't probably going to just change everything, and you're not going to like get rid of all the stress. and You're not going to feel incredible straight away. But if you can trust what you're doing, and and you can just literally buy into it and trust in the process, over time it will start to click, and then you will manage that stress better. And again, it's that it's that long game, I guess, which is not always easy to yeah. promote to people, but it's it's what it's what's needed.
1: And do you, do you know what it is too? <clears throat> Excuse me. I always say to the clients, Mike, and this is I've had to learn the hard way as well. And that's something I always like to re-emphasize. Like me and you speaking from all the mistakes, we're not preaching here. We're just saying what mistakes we've made. It's like, it comes down to just doing like the basics. And like, I nearly label it the boring basics because it's the simple things like, if if you're stressed, then your body's going to crave a good night's sleep. Your body's going to crave a balanced meal. Your body's going to crave some movement. If you can focus on those three pillars and then I suppose the fourth pillar I'd say would be some sort of like social connection if that's just meeting a a friend or a family member and you know just like even just having a laugh I feel like that's one of the biggest things that I've pushed on myself uh, this year and one of my intentions and I was trying to live it and lean into it in Malaga is just like take things less seriously and go and have fun so like say going to that salsa class I was actually at the class and I was nearly talking myself out. Like I got sitting on the bench, I was outside and I could see them in the distance, but I was talking myself out of going. I was like, oh, maybe I'll just go home. I've got a big day's work tomorrow. I'm tired. I'll maybe trying to get a good night's sleep. You know, there was that initial fear, there was that inner critic. And then I was just like, nah, fuck it, Mick. Just go. You're going to throw yourself into it. And, you know, worst case scenario, you don't like it. You can always just go home and you can, you know, you can sleep fucking later. It's no big deal. <laughs> and, you know, I went and, I had a great laugh, do you know what I mean? But it it, it was like, I th- the big point I'm looking to make is like if if I didn't sort of challenge that sort of inner critic and, and listen to it, then I wouldn't have given myself what I truly needed at that moment, which was just switching off from busy day, having a laugh, and then I felt so much better after. So yeah. sometimes we can sort of, our mind can play tricks on us, I suppose. Absolutely. No, I, I could not agree more. I'm, I'm, I'm here nodding away and laughing
0: because... Like I know we talked a little bit about this last day, but you're you're, you're constantly fighting with with that with that other, I don't know that anxious side of you and that inner child maybe at, at times, <clears throat> and it's it's hard to it's hard <clears throat> to get away get out of it. But I, even for that that example is brilliant, because like that salsa example, right? Because it's not about the salsa class. It's not about like oh, I need to do the salsa class because. I want to get really good at salsa. And if I don't do this now, I'll never get good at salsa. And then I'll regret not being good at salsa. It's not about the salsa class. <laughs> yeah. it's, about, it's about you challenging yourself to prove to yourself that you're you're willing to take, you know, like these challenges on. And actually, and and like however it goes, I even, it was funny because you, you mentioned this. I was thinking to myself yesterday, there was a good few things I did last week, last weekend, including the scheme. But we also went, we also went to a resort, which was a two hour drive from here and the roads were terrible. And I can just, like it was even hard for me to drive in the road. But, I was just like looking back on it, even though it was ang- like ang- anxiety inducing and it was it was a tough going through it at them times. And then the Sunday we went skiing and the crowds were crazy and it was fucking very stressful. I I look back on it now and I was like, I'm so happy I did it. Do you know, I was like, again, it was one of them things where it would just been easier to stay at home and laze around for the day but like that wouldn't have actually fulfilled me after, even though in the moment it would have been a much better option because it wouldn't, it yeah. would have just made me feel better in the moment. It just wasn't about that. It was about me challenging myself to, to go do these things and get out and socialize and connection, everything that goes with it. So always look at that kind of these challenges that it's not about the actual thing itself. It's just about you proving to yourself that you're willing to challenge yourself and grow. Cause as humans, that's, it's such an important pillar that we grow and we develop and, and we get better at things and, when we don't have that, we, we almost lose a sense of sense of purpose. So I love that salsa example because again, you may never do salsa again or you may never, you know, enjoy it or whatever.
1: But oh I can go back <laughs> next week, Mike Swayon. I'm hooked <laughs> 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 No, but I completely agree with you. One hundred percent. And I suppose then like just to nearly flesh that out more, like what do you feel works for you or your clients in terms of Trying to catch themselves when they find that sort of inner critic ramping up with that negative thoughts. Yeah. What would what what would you use to try and talk that down and you know make yourself less stressed? Do you know? what's you know? And it's only actually the last
0: couple of weeks I actually heard this, Mick, and I've been trying it, and it's 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 a really funny one, right? So when you hear that inner critic, or you hear that inner voice telling you not to do something, challenge it out loud. So literally, like challenge it out loud, as if you were talking to your best friend. And right, So dear, like got... you're, 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 and it's funny because if there's someone around you, whatever. But <laughs> if you're you're outside that salsa class and you're on that bench, and in your head you're like, "No, nah, I have a busy day at work tomorrow, and uh, you know I'm tired, like after the long day." You you openly challenge yourself, and it's like, "All right, Mick, am, am I saying this because I'm I'm afraid of what's going to happen? What's going to go wrong here? Is this a fear that I won't be able to do it, and I look stupid?" um is this just you talking yourself out of it because you're afraid of the challenge and like by by saying it out loud even though it's funny um it, it just stops you in your tracks and it it almost brings your awareness to to what's going on and i think again it's I, i've tried it a few times and obviously you can say it, you can challenge yourself in your head as well if, if there's people around you but I, i've yeah. tried it a few times and i think it's it's really powerful but like apparently like there's and i haven't looked the research so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna just pretend i know everything but apparently there's research showing that if hugely hugely increases your chances of actually doing the thing that you're talking yourself out of um so yeah just for people out there like i love that yeah Yeah,
1: i suppose i suppose in a way it reduces the weight of the thing in your head and it's the closest thing to actually going and saying to someone you know way they talk about oh if you problem shares a problem half so it's the closest thing to sharing the problem with someone else only you're just sharing it with yourself out loud
0: for sure. sense 100 and if, if you think about our job and I, I, I said this yesterday in my stories Mick. like if you think about our job as coaches most of the time all we're doing is actually challenging our clients old belief systems so like people come to us and they're thinking oh it's all about the plan it's all about you know like the the food it's all about that stuff and of course that's a huge part of it but the biggest thing for us is a client comes to us and they sound word they say mm-hmm. something and they're like oh i can't do this because of x y and z and we challenge it and we're like well, is that what you have done in the past? Um, how did I, how did how did where did that get you in the past? Having that thought process, um, or where's where's the, where is the evidence to prove that what you're thinking or saying there is is correct? That you can't achieve something, or that you always do this, or whatever. And by just doing that, stopping our, our clients in their tracks, it makes them think and challenge their whole thought process. Because if you continue to go around in a cycle of believing what you believe before, nothing's going to change. If nothing changes, nothing changes. So our job as a coach, and I, I totally believe this. Our biggest job as a coach is to change our the belief patterns of all our clients.
1: Yeah, and that's the hard part. Like as a, I said, think to try and get someone to even see that there, that it's not a new meal plan they need, it's not the train split they need, but it's I suppose in some aspects it's it's a mixture of things, but as that it's that self-belief and that self-confidence that they actually can do the thing that you know they're trying to do because like we've all been there where we've had so many failures and then you know sometimes that can knock your confidence and go on oh I can't do this like one simple example that you know for us is weight loss because that's what we do for work you know if you're helping clients and they've maybe been trying to lose weight for 10 years and they think oh it's me I'm the problem but it's probably just you know rewiring the way the thought process and it probably a lot of it comes back to what you were talking about there Mike, with the stress because if you're stressed your decision making is going to be a lot more irrational and yeah. you know that where that's where maybe emotional eating could come in and stuff like that. So it is, it's like it's a very deep area to get into and I think it's not as I don't know if the right words tangible, but you're you're or it's not as noticeable in terms of visible. i will be the word to see your Mindset improvement compared to if you lose two stone, you'll probably see it in the mirror, and people will comment on it. Hmm. But no one walks up being going, "Fuck, Mike, your mindset's so much better now." You know what I mean? But that's going to be the thing that makes or breaks you. It's as it's as simple as that, and unfortunately, it's not as sexy. Like no one ever goes, "Oh yeah, here, could I get a new mindset?" <laughs> yeah, you know
0: I, mean? I, 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 totally get it. But saying that makes saying that now, now is probably the type of client I attract as well because a lot of people do come to me in order to change how they think are their relationship with food or relationship with themselves and, and all that. So I do often get like, an, I, I think one of the best compliments anyone could get is that, you know, all oh, my partners noticed my mood has changed. My partners noticed how more positive I am. My partners are even their, their friends. They'd, they'd often say that. And you know, yeah, of course it's not as tangible and you don't, you don't see it as easily, but I think it's a really, really powerful thing. And I always try to, help my clients, you know, take them wins more so than just the weight, because the weight yeah. for me is, is is only going to be the byproduct of them being able to, to stick at something anyway. And I, and I always think of like, you know, we we, we challenge our, our clients' mindset or their old beliefs, right? And the first thing that does, it just brings their awareness to the way they used to think, and it gives them a higher level of thinking. Now, that doesn't solve anything because they still have to prove to themselves that they can, you know, do the thing they they, they don't believe they can do. So you challenge them first and bring their awareness to it, and then basically what you're doing is you're trying to just you're you're almost like the you know the guiding posts. You're basically anytime that they're veering off outside the guiding post, you're pulling them back in so that they stay on the road. And as they start to stay on the road and go further and further they start to build that evidence that they can achieve it. And they start to see the results come in, the physical results, the, the mental results. And then over time, that evidence that they have has compounded and it's actually made them believe in themselves and what they're doing. So I guess for us, again, it's just first step is bring that awareness. And like I, I again, 100% believe that most people fail because they don't have support and they self-sabotage. So the first thing that starts to go wrong, like you can be motivated and you can start something and you're, you're flying, everything's going great. The first thing that starts to go wrong, you start to believe in old patterns again It's like, oh, this always happens, this is what I'm doing. And that inner critic again it starts to go 90. And unless you have someone to support you through them difficult times, chances are you're going to derail yourself. And I like, I don't like I don't like bashing on like things like Weight Watchers and Slimming World that much, but I do to be fair. But um, <laughs> the bash away. I, bash away. The reason I believe that they're a great short-term fix is because they give you that quick fix, obviously, again, in terms of you get a bit initial weight loss, you get a bit of accountability. Yeah. But, you never actually get challenged in your thought process. You never get supported. Like you can't you can't talk to someone in Weight Watchers as such. Well, maybe you can, I don't know. But you can't talk to them about like why you're struggling with their stress at home and why that's making you emotionally eat. All you, all they ever talk about is logistically, have you stuck to your points or whatever, their use sins or whatever. Have you stuck to them? And if if it's a yes, great stuff. If it's a no, then you got to do it. And there's no ever like rationale. Okay, but how do I deal with the stress that's causing me to to eat too much or whatever that whatever that is? So yeah, it's it's amazing. It's amazing. But again, we can we can talk about this for days.
1: No, not true. So like, same getting that awareness. What do you think helps people get that stage? Because I completely agree. But again, as Mary me playing devil's advocate here and just saying I'm someone that's in Weight Watchers and I've been doing it for years. And not even, it's not about weight loss, but it's we'll use that example. But for someone to get the awareness, to realize it's their thought patterns, it's their stress, it's their maybe relationship, it's their work that is the real root cause issue that's causing them to stress it, that's causing them to binge and then push themselves out of that deficit. But how do you... Well, what would you say to someone like that there who's trying to build that self-awareness? Because like I truly believe that's the bedrock foundation to build off. If you don't have that, then you're always going to get short-term fixes. Lose a stone, put a stone back on, lose another half a stone, put a stone back on, you know. So what would you sort of what would you think that a person should gravitate towards?
0: Yeah, well it's it's an interesting one. I I I truly believe that most people know deep down that they need to do that stuff. I, I think they know deep down that that's the cause, that that's the reason they can't get the results. But it's it's a difficult thing to admit to yourself because that's hard. Like that's hard to admit that yeah. you're struggling emotionally or you're struggling with your food and you're using food as a coping mechanism. It's easier to believe that your metabolism is broken or you're too old or you haven't found the right you know um, diet yet or the right training protocol yet. It's easier to believe that because that's easier to fix. So I guess the biggest advice I'd give to someone, especially if you're listening now, is just just be honest with yourself, like literally say it out loud to yourself. Like the reason that you're struggling is because of these things and actually have that honest conversation with yourself. Because until you do that, um, you're going to keep going around in circles, believing that the the next fix is coming through a diet protocol or like I said, a, a different training plan or, or whatever that might be. And for more, and that's why it sells so well, because, like, it, that's, that's why for us, I suppose, we, we always try to bring our honesty in, ter- in terms of what we do. It's not easy to go through our programs, like in terms of working on yourself and actually challenging old belief systems and maybe how you were brought up or whatever. It's not easy to do that, but it's effective. Whereas that, that doesn't sell as sexually as sexually, is that a word? Um, as, as, <laughs> we'll oh, make it a word. We'll
1: <laughs> make it a word. Um,
0: that doesn't sell as well as like, oh, here's my new um, fat loss protocol that is proven with hundreds and hundreds of clients to burn 30 pounds of body fat within the first three weeks like that sells because it's like oh that sounds easy it sounds like I could stick to that and it's going to get me results but no one ever thinks right but what is the actual goal here like anyone that comes to us ultimately the goal is to be confident ultimately ultimately the goal is to, to get back to their old self and find something that works for them that fits into their lifestyle and Ultimately, gives them the results they want in long term, as opposed to just this quick fix of I've lost this weight. People are complimenting me, but now I'm I'm really anxious. I'm going to put the weight back on, and then feeling guiltier for it, and then going around in circles for 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 years. And I would say years because people come to us in their fifties and sixties, and they're still doing it. And it's like yeah. you spend your whole life dieting and doing this. And you've never actually brought your awareness to why you're struggling. And I'm not blaming the people out there because there's a lot of shit out there as well that people are selling. So, yeah, if you're, but most people make, <laughs> if they're listening to us, they're probably, they're probably have a bit more awareness than the general population anyway. So, I think they're, um, they're probably ahead
1: of a lot of people. Yeah. And that's true. And like, I feel like, I don't know, maybe sometimes I'm a bit blunt when it comes to this, but. Because I feel like I've been someone, and I can say this very easily because I used to be someone who lived in a victim mindset, which was a lot of what you were describing there. I would say it falls into that sort of like, oh, my metabolism's broken. You're making every excuse under the sun. And I feel like there comes a stage where you have to call yourself out on your own bullshit and just go, okay, right, this is where I'm at. And you don't need to be harsh on yourself and going, right, I need to go to the gym six days a week. I need to be fucking smashing my calories every single day. But nothing's going to change until you change. And I think that's the sort of approach, like I sort of, I'm not as blunt with my one-to-one clients because I feel like you can't be. I like to sort of try and cajole them in terms of asking open-ended questions, Go, how have you come to that conclusion? Or why do you feel you can't do this? Or, you know, because I feel like you made a great point there mike in the sense that we all have the answers in ourselves and that's literally if we bring it back to counseling as both of us have plenty of experience going to therapy the counselor doesn't tell you what you need the counselor asks the question what do you think you're missing why do you think you're stressed and i feel like people maybe don't even want to sit with the question that They'll, they'll not even look at the root cause and, and they'll maybe just go, oh yeah, fuck this, I just need a new meal plan. Or I'll, again, we're just using weight loss as a, an easy example here. But I said, maybe like, I, I feel like you have to be ready and willing to do the work. And that's one of the biggest things that I can I try to look out for if someone's not in the place where they're uh, ready to do the work. I'm like, I just, and I don't mean this in a patronizing way, but I always just say to people like, maybe we'll just need to sort of pause on things for a while And then when you're in a better place mentally to come, because as I said, everything comes from your mindset. If you're not in a place where you can actually challenge your thoughts and your beliefs, you'll still be in the same place next year, 10 years, 20 years. You know, that's what it sort of comes down to. As I said, it might sound a bit blunt, but that's my sort of thought process. What, like you can challenge me in that, Mike and give me your thoughts.
0: No, no, I I 100% agree. And like, we'll wrap this up now, because we're we're coming up to our half an hour. But I, I think this is a brilliant way to finish it because you're right. And I suppose for us to give some practical, tangible advice today on this, because it's easy to say, oh, God, when will I know if I'm ready, do you know, what if I'm not ready, how do I know, tell me I, something really important comes back to the first thing we said was manage your stress as well as you can by looking after yourself, you get some really good pointers there in terms of like what the pillars of stuff of, of to focus on in, in order to manage your health. So if you can start with them things. Then you're going to be in a lot better place. The foundations are going to be built for you to start working on the deeper stuff. So until you get yeah. the foundations built of just general self care and looking after yourself, um, you're going to struggle because the stress is going to be too high. So if you can start with them, and I've actually, I've actually, I had um a call with my group a few months ago, and I I, I wrote out seven ingredients I believed and kind of just adding to why you had there, Mick. Seven ingredients I believed help people to find ha- happiness. Number one, but just high performance in life as well. Okay, so look at you can look at these as the kind of bedrock and pillars for your, for your, for your life, so that you can then go on and challenge old beliefs or or go out of your comfort zone and start doing new things. Okay, so the first one was cut down on caffeine and alcohol. So again, instant gratification, quick fixes for your for that for that feeling that you're you're feeling down and you know, yourself using using things to kind of escape. So cut down your caffeine and alcohol, which is for me is going to really help overall how you're feeling. Second one is sleep. Sleep is one of the most crucial things in terms of managing stress. If your sleep is poor, you're going to really struggle. So, and I know it's not easy because you can't just flick a switch, but if there's elements of your sleep that you can do better with, didn't get on that because that is one of the most crucial things. Um third one is connection. You mentioned it already. And we, we talked about this already. The reason we moved was to get more connection. And if especially if you're someone who works from home or doesn't meet people much, you need to you need to intentionally go out there and, and put yourself out and meet like-minded people. Um again, that's probably why our groups do so well, Nick, is because we have such a huge community and element of of connection within them of like-minded people. Fourth one is get outside more. We literally when we're outside, we talked about the skiing. Um, Just literally, I know uh, me and you, Mick, especially we, li- we like to do hikes and just get out and get out in the fresh air. Get out in the fresh air more. You're going to be more in tune with, with um, environment, um, nature, everything, and it's just going to make you feel better. Fifth one is exercise. Just move, exercise. We all know what it, the benefits of that, so I won't go into it, but don't even just exercise for losing body fat. Exercise to feel good and everything else will start to come as well. Uh, sixth one is just get plenty of fruit, veg and protein into you. Um, keep your food quality high. If you can do that, like don't even fo- sometimes you need to focus on calories and all that. Just focus on food quality. So adding some fruit into your diet, adding some veg into your diet, adding some protein, dense food into your diet and also adding some of the stuff you like as well. So keeping that flexible, but also keeping the, the quality quite high. And, and then the last one, and one of the most important ones, making we talked about this before is have fun, like don't be so yeah. serious all the time. It's it's so crucial, and we always talk about this because it's it's one of the hardest things maybe to do because we we get so cynical, we get so serious about life, and it's hard to have fun. But go have fun, just just be a messer, bring back your inner child, and I guarantee you, you'll start to you'll start to look at life a lot lighter, and and, and things can start to tie together better. So just to just to quickly summarize them: cut down on caffeine and alcohol, sleep better. Get some good connection with people that you actually want to connect with. Get outside more, exercise more, add fruit, veg, and protein to your diet if you're lacking it, and have more fun.
1: Love it, Mike. That's my content sorted for next week now. Boom. Social media. <laughs> I love it. Rob, Rob. <laughs> Rob. Robbed, but the other thing is, me and you fall off track with all this too. And it's always just like, this is not us. Like that That's an example that, you know, we never have all these boxes text either. It's always just trying to bring it back, going, okay, right, what do, what do I need now? What am I missing? And again, asking those open-ended questions and then going, okay, right, I need a bit more connection. I need a bit more sleep. You know, that's my priority tonight is get some sleep in, do you know. So it's never going to be perfect. But again, it's always just each week you're making progress and yeah. I love that, sure. Mike. That's sure. and all the simple sure. things. All the for simple sure. things, man.
0: And just, just, just last one of on that, Mike, as well, because we, like you said, we we go through the stuff a lot. I go through the stuff a lot. Definitely, I got I I can say that for myself. But that's why, again, the connection is a really important one because if you're surrounded by good people, they'll call you out on it. They'll challenge you. Like we've challenged each other make on lots of different things and like we've helped each other make big decisions because we've just soundboarded off each other and, and given our honest opinion. And I think that's why you want to be surrounded by people that have your best interests at heart, but they're not afraid to tell you what is needed as well. And again, I, I, I co- as coaches, that's our job. We need to be have our client's best interests at heart, but at the same time, call them out their bullshit that they've been that be, they've been believing for, for, their, for their whole life. So... Yeah, that's that's basically it. Um, okay, Mick, we're going to wrap this up. Okay, so we're just kind of a little bit over on time. Um, so I think it was a really useful conversation. Um, you definitely didn't seem like you weren't sharp today. So you, once you got into <laughs> it, you, were, you, 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 I could see, I could see the fire, the fire in the the belly and eyes.
1: The eyes um, <laughs> so, were lighting
0: up. Yeah, hundred percent. These topics do excite us. To be fair, so yeah, guys. Look, hopefully, you got something out of these, uh, this episode as well. Hopefully, there's something there that you can tangibly take away. And um, yeah, like 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 always, if. If you um, like the podcast, you might just share for us and just get it around. If you have any questions about anything, please get onto us on our Instagrams. Um, or if you want us to talk about a certain topic, please throw it, as our, throw it our way as well, because we love we love answering questions that actually you want to uh, listen, our topics that you want to listen about. So, Mick, have you anything to say to wrap up? No, that
1: is me, Mike. So I love that, man. I got a lot from it. Hopefully all the listeners did too. And yeah. Keep on liking and sharing or not liking, keep sharing and <laughs> passing it on to friends because we've got some good feedback so far. So long mech continue.
0: Yeah, 100%. Guys, thanks for listening. Onwards and upwards. And we will talk to you soon.